Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCready, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCready. This is one of my favorite reads, and I read it as often as I can. This is a very short excerpt on the differences between cheap grace and costly grace as it is written in one of my favorite reads, The Cost of Discipleship by Dietrich Bonhoeffer. Give it a listen and share these with others and encourage them to come on over to Tent Talk and to take a listen. I love you all. All right, just a few thoughts from one of my favorite reads. Today it is The Cost of Discipleship by Dietrich Bonhoeffer. In chapter 1, I just want to pick out just a few statements. The the name of the chapter is Costly Grace, and in it he contrasts the difference between cheap grace and costly grace. So I'm just going to pick out a few statements, and I hope that it encourages you to step into costly grace and shake off anything that's of cheap grace. So... Here are just a few statements from Chapter 1, The Cost of Discipleship, by Diedrich Bonhoeffer. Cheap grace is the deadly enemy of our church. We are fighting today for costly grace. Cheap grace means grace just as a doctrine, a principle, a system. It means forgiveness of sins proclaimed as a general truth and the love of God taught just as the Christian conception of God. Cheap grace amounts to a denial of the living word of God. In fact, a denial of the incarnation of the word of God. Cheap grace means the justification of sin without the justification of the sinner. Cheap grace is the grace we bestow on ourselves. It is meant by cheap grace is the grace which amounts to the justification of sin without the justification of the repentant sinner who then departs from sin and from whom sin departs. Cheap grace is not the kind of forgiveness of sin which actually frees us from the toils of sin. Cheap grace is the preaching of forgiveness without requiring repentance, baptism without church discipline, communion without confession, absolution without personal confession. Now you know I'm going to love this one right here. Cheap grace is grace without discipleship, grace without the cross, grace without Jesus Christ living and incarnate. But costly grace is the treasure hidden in the field. And for the sake of it, a man will gladly go and sell all that he has. It is the pearl of great price to buy, which the merchant will sell all his goods. It is the kingly rule of Christ, for whose sake a man will pluck out the eye which causes him to stumble. It is the call of Jesus Christ at which the disciple leaves his nets and follows him. 
Costly grace is the gospel which must be sought again and again, the gift which must be asked for, the door at which a man must knock. Such grace is costly because it calls us to follow, and it is grace because it calls us to follow Jesus Christ. It is costly because it cost a man his life, and it is grace because it gives a man the only true life. It is costly because it condemns sin and grace because it justifies the sinner. Above all, it is costly because it costs God the life of his son. You were bought at a price. And what has cost God much cannot be cheap for us. Above all, it is grace because God did not reckon his son too dear a price to pay for our life, but delivered him up for us. Costly grace is the incarnation of God. Costly grace is the sanctuary of God. It has to be protected from the world and not thrown to the dogs. It is, therefore, the living word, the word of God, which he speaks as it pleases him. Costly grace confronts us as a gracious call to follow Jesus. It comes as a word of forgiveness to the broken spirit and the contrite heart. Grace is costly because it compels a man to submit to the yoke of Christ and to follow him. It is grace because Jesus says, My yoke is easy and my burden is light. On two separate occasions, Peter received the call, Follow me. It was the first and last word Jesus spoke to his disciple in Mark 1 and John 21. A whole life lies between these two calls. The first occasion was by the lake of Genesareth when Peter left his nets and his craft and followed Jesus at his word. The second occasion is when the risen Lord finds him back again at his old trade. Once again, it is by the same lake, and once again, the call is, follow me. Between the two calls lay a whole life of discipleship in the following of Christ. Wow. There is so much more in that that I want to read, but today I just wanted to share those few thoughts, and maybe, maybe it will make you hungry to get the book, order the book, if you already have it, maybe to pick up the book and begin to look at what did these saints know of him, this costly grace that they so passed on to us. These are truly bold brethren, especially when you see that they followed him literally to the death. And yet it has passed on life to so many. Could we be that same kind of people, that same kind of church to our generation. So I encourage you today, do not stay in cheap grace, my friends. Do not stay in something that simply causes you to stay in the lowlands, to stay sinning, or to stay in an identity that denies the Father, the Son, and Holy Spirit who you were meant to be to them. So awaken to the costly grace and step into the life with God that He's always desired. I love you all. I am so glad that we're together here on Tent Talk. 
Until next time. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccrady.com or follow her on social media at nbmccrady.com.